here we go. You're listening to the Michael Papinjack Show. All right, everybody, welcome to the show. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. All right, show number 68. This is the Thanksgiving show. I'm flying solo right now. I decided to do a show on a whim here. It's Tuesday. No, no, no. Oh, I love that song. Michael Show. Michael Show. All right, guys. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. This is, uh, I'm doing a show on a Tuesday night. Had a long day at work. I was supposed to, uh, get out of there around 6 p.m. I did not leave until 8, uh, which is fine because I have Thursday off for Thanksgiving like the rest of the world. Well, rest of the world, rest of America, and which is the only place that, that really matters. So, uh, because that's my long night, I decided, well, I'll just stay all night. Plus, I had a lot of work to do, a lot of stuff to catch up on, uh, a lot of people who need vehicles. So I was happy to stay and try to help them out. Oh, my God, I just knocked over my iPad for all the Facebook Live people who are watching. Sorry about that. Let's try to fix that. Sorry, who's ever watching? Just trying to get comfortable tonight. Can't get comfortable. Ah, I was in that suit all day. Sometimes if you're in that the, the, the dress shirt and the undershirt and the tie and the sweater, you're in it all day long. You just you get, yeah, you just I wish it was all Velcro. Just pull it right off. You know what I mean? That's what I'd love to do. Just yank it right off. Just, you know, derobe at the end of the day. Get it all done and over with. Get into some comfy clothes and uh, relax for the evening. We had a very interesting day at work today. Uh, a lot going on. A uh, very busy time of year with the December to Remember event starting now. Alexis of North Hills. It is live in November as well as, of course, December. And I think people are really coming out of the woodwork for all of these spectacular deals that we're having uh, for the next two months here. Um, Julie, Julie Perry's watching also off on Thursday. I celebrate your Thanksgiving. Oh, isn't that nice? Well, Julie's from Canada. Now, Julie, Canada has their own Thanksgiving, right? Isn't it in October? I'm sure she'll answer me here. I'm pretty sure it's in October, uh, and I'm, I'm I'm happy that you celebrate uh, our Thanksgiving. Uh, it gives us something in common. But anyway, at work today, towards the end of the day, everyone was like, "Hey, let's go out and move this car." And you know, all day long, that that that's all we do. Yes, October, Julie. Thank you. Uh, the Canadian Thanksgiving is in October, but Julie celebrates ours in November. What is the Canadian Thanksgiving about? Is it the same kind of story as our Thanksgiving? Native Americans, uh, European settlers, like that kind of thing? Or is it a whole different kind of Thanksgiving? I really don't know anything about it. Anyway, so they're like, you know, we, we move cars all the time. That's all we do all day. And I'm like, move cars? And I'm like, let's go, everyone. Let's go. We're going to go move this car. Well, it was a broken down vehicle that had been sitting in front of our uh, dealership for like a month. Julie says it is the same. Same kind of idea, American um, Thanksgiving compared to... Uh, the th- Canadian Thanksgiving, kind of same deal, Native Americans, European settlers. And I guess they finally decided that maybe this broken down vehicle should be moved from the customer parking to somewhere else. So we go out to the vehicle and somehow, because I think I just happened to be the, be the guy standing next to 
the front door. I was the one who actually sat in this broken down vehicle, put it in neutral, and steered the vehicle. Uh, this is my first time doing something of this nature, and I thought we were just going to push it, which makes it really easy. No. Our new sales director decided to get another car, use some uh, some kind of hookup, some kind of tethering, and he actually pulled me using that vehicle. He actually pulled me uh, while they kind of pushed to get it going to the back of the dealership. And I got to say, that is difficult. Dif- it's extremely difficult to steer a car that has power steering that is not in any way on. This car had no power, no nothing, couldn't jump it, dead. The car was absolutely dead. And what's interesting, my nose is running. I apologize, guys. I got a bunch of Chipotle napkins here. I just went to Chipotle. I think I might be getting like, like a little sick. But I just, I, just, I just went to Chipotle. I needed something quick. I wanted to get you guys a show for this week. Um, I think I might actually uh, put this show out... Now, uh, I don't think I'm going to wait till Friday because Thursday I'm just going to be swamped. I mean, it's Thanksgiving. We're having a huge get together. Tons of people at our house. Uh, of course, um, uh, uh, Camila's other grandmother is in town. And of course, my family, my sister and her husband, uh, Larry, Marissa, Camila, Marissa's mother, my mother, my grandma. Plus, we're having some friends of Marissa's who have nowhere to go for Thanksgiving. My brother actually just called me and was asking me how much peanut oil we need. I think it's peanut oil to deep fry a turkey. Apparently, we're going to be deep frying two turkeys this year. So we're going to have two deep fried turkeys plus a classic roasted turkey. And I'm super excited about that. I love deep frying a turkey. I don't know why people have so much trouble deep frying turkeys. There's all kind of these horror stories. And all I can gather is they're just not doing it right. Defrying a turkey is very easy. You have to make sure that it's completely thawed. Rule number one. Completely thawed. Not one frozen bit at all. Then you have to inject the turkey. Actually inject it with the marinade. You cannot marinate or coat the outside of the turkey at all. All the flavor has to be injected inside of the turkey. Then you have to make sure that the turkey is completely dry. It cannot be wet whatsoever. It must be totally, totally dry. Then you heat your oil up. Only fill it to the fill line. Now, here's the thing. For the past several years, my brother and I used to fill it all the way up or cover the the turkey, okay, or just put in the whole five gallons. And when we dumped the turkey in, it, it, it displaced too much oil and it would flow over. Okay, not good. Not That's how you get into trouble. So last year when we opened the, uh, the uh, deep fryer and we got it out of the garage and ready to go, I noticed that, that in the giant silver this pot, because it's, it's an outdoor thing, there's a line about halfway that says fill line, which means you don't go past that fill line, which we had always been going past. And so last year we didn't go past it and it turned out perfect. No spillage. No kind of burning. Well, we never really burned ourselves, but no hazard of burning ourselves. When we put the turkey in, it displaced perfectly. So we're going to be doing that again. But I guess we're doing two turkeys because we're having a lot of people. Uh, Usually, we've been trying to keep our Thanksgivings kind of on the smaller side for the past few years. But with Camila and Marissa's family, now part of our family and vice versa, 
Um, our family, our small family is now getting much bigger. And uh, Camila um, is just adorable. I wish, you know, I should, my, I don't know where my other phone is. Oh, it's in my pocket. I don't know if I can show the Facebook Live people some photos. But so my younger brother, Camila's father, was famous when he was younger for not sitting on Santa's lap. He, my mother has me sitting on Santa's lap, my sister sitting on Santa's lap, but there's not one photo of my brother Larry sitting on Santa's lap. And we thought Camila was going to be, you know, like the same. And however, as you can see, let me see if Facebook left, Camila successfully and happily sat on Santa's lap. What's going on there with that? It's like, oh, it's like too bright or something. Anyway, you can see that picture there. Camila happily sitting on Santa's lap. And uh, this is Camila. Oh, this is one of my favorite pictures. This is Camila last year sitting on Santa's lap. Look at that little baby with the with the Christmas tree on her head. She doesn't give a shit. Camila is like, Camila is go with the flow. She is just go with the flow. She is super chill. She loves life. She's my favorite human being. I can't wait to see her. I just found out that tomorrow we're actually getting off work early uh, for the holiday, which is really fantastic. So I'll be able to go directly and spend more time with my family. God, my nose is running. Man, I hope I'm not getting sick. That'd be like really shitty for like the holidays here. And I got work, man. I got people who need to buy cars. You know, I mean, I don't know. I'm not selling as much as I used to. I was like the hammer, man. I was just selling car after car after car. But I kind of uh, started, you know, not taking as many ups, not staying on the floor, spending a lot of time in the back, doing all the things you have to do for customers, like call them, follow up, answer questions and stuff like that. And I think I just kind of uh, slowed down a little bit on my selling. But I feel I'm, I have a lot more quality over quantity. I think before I was just kind of selling cars. I was eager. I was new. I wanted to make money. I mean, I'm still eager. I'm still pretty new compared to other people, and I still want to make money. But when you start getting clients, I mean, deals take time. You know, like putting deals together takes a lot of time. There's a lot of variables. It's a lot of money. You guys have all heard me talk about this, but I don't want to talk about work. This is a Thanksgiving show. We're not talking about work. But it's actually a good place to start for my Thanksgiving show. What am I thankful for in 2017? Holy heck. I don't even know where to start. I was all, you know, as soon as I decided to do this show, I was as at work today, and I thought, you know what, tonight I'm going to do a show, no time tomorrow, no time Thursday, Friday's too late, apparently it's going to be super busy Friday and Saturday, people are home for the holiday, it's car buying time, it's December to remember, it's the best deals of the year, we have lots of cars, big, you know, huge stockpile of vehicles, it is now time to buy. So no time Friday till Tuesday night. Today is the day to do the show. So I was thinking, what am I going to do? Or what am I going to be? What am I going to say? What am I thankful for? Well, it's 2017. Let's start January 2017. What am I thankful for? I am thankful for um, the doctor who did my Nissan fundoplication. It was a successful surgery. Uh, the surgery worked, um, which I'm very happy about. I no longer have the hernia. My acid reflux, you know, this surgery isn't a cure. It helps, but it's not necessarily a cure. I still do have acid reflux. I'm on zero drugs, though. Zero drugs for acid reflux. I do still feel it. However, 
I feel like I have more kind of like normal acid reflux. Like, hey, if you go and eat a bunch of sausage pizza or like sausage and peppers or spicy food, you're going to have acid reflux, right? You're going to have a little indigestion, right? Well, you know, for me, I think I kind of just have normal acid reflux. It's no longer really acid reflux disease or GERD gastro. Uh, uh, what is it called? I, I just told someone what, what GERD meant the other day. I don't remember what it means now. Gastro something re- reflux disease. Gastro. It doesn't matter. Someone someone who's watching on Facebook Live, email uh, or just tell me in the comments what GERD means. But anyway, I don't feel I really have that anymore. That's kind of been eliminated w- w- with the surgery. Uh, you know, thank you for all the nurses who put up with me. I was a total tyrant. Total tyrant in the hospital. Just ask anyone who was there. If Jason was here, he could tell you all the crazy stories. I didn't even invite anybody to be on the show. I'm sorry, Jason and everyone else, Cam. I I, I just decided uh, I got to do a show. I just decided let's rock and roll. Uh, this is the only time to do it. I literally just last minute. I know Jason lives across the street, but I thought, I, let, let me just do my own thank you show. And no problem. I thank you for my mom for being there for me uh, during the surgery and my family and uh, Jason, who actually came to visit me and walked around the ICU with me. Um, if, if, okay, I say ICU. I didn't actually have to be in the ICU. Uh, that's just where the surgeon prefers his patients to um, recover. Uh, when I say ICU, people thought maybe I had like a complication or I was dying. I was not dying. I was very alive in the ICU, which is pretty much what you don't want to be in an ICU. An ICU is kind of designed for unconscious patients, to be completely honest. It is not somewhere to be if you're a patient and you are conscious because it is noisy, it is bright, it never stops. There's lots of students around. Uh, It was pretty terrible, and I, of course, was a total tyrant. I was uncomfortable, I was unhappy, but I just kept pressing that dilated. You know what I'm talking about? When you got your little pain pump, pain pump, 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 just kept pressing that. So I thank all the nurses and staff uh, for... Uh, you know, getting me through all of that, even though I was a complete asshole. Uh, thank you again for my mom who, you know, was there for me and took me and took care of me afterwards and made sure I didn't, you know, uh, I ate all, I had to be on a liquid diet for a long time, then soft food, you know, she she kept me on all of that, of course. And uh, for my siblings, of course, for helping me out in that time. And, you know, and then I went back to New York after the surgery and uh, that's when I decided it was time to move back home. And so I thank all those who helped me move. I'm very thankful that that actually went really smoothly uh, for how quick of a decision I made uh, from March. Actually, I made the decision in March, and then I moved in May. That's very quick, if you think about it. Very quick to move out of New York City, in my opinion, um, especially if you kind of have like a full apartment with furniture. And hey, if you're if you're subletting a room somewhere and it isn't your furniture, you could move out of New York City that that afternoon. But I had a fully furnished apartment. I had to find a new place to live in uh, Pittsburgh, and I thank the guys uh, who, the guy who owns this uh, townhouse allowed me to rent it. Thank you. Uh, you know, I love this place. It's a fantastic place. And um, uh, what else? You know, the guys who moved me were fantastic. The company who moved me you know, helped me so much and were just, I mean, it was super quick. I just, and you know, also, I, I just, uh, you know, thank you to Nicole, my older sister, who 
I just texted her, hey, uh, who should I use to move? You know, like I, I didn't know. Like, how should I get a moving company? She just said, just Google. Oh my God, there goes my, there goes my iPad. I'm just gonna have to hold it. It's just not staying up. I need to get like a stand for it. There we go, Facebook Live. Holy shit, that just like fell over. What if I do it like that? How about that? Oh, how about like like that? Is that gonna work? Is that okay? I can't read the comments, and now they're sideways. Can you guys still see me fine, or am I, like, sideways? I don't... Dude, iPads are just... This iPad Pro is just so huge. Instead of using my phone, I'm using my, my iPad. It's so big. It's like a TV. It's like a small TV. Anyway, so Nicole just said, you know, just Google, like, number one fucking moving company and there it was united van lines i just called them up they sent someone out to my house or my, or my apartment in new york he said this is how much it'll be this is what you have to do etc cetera, etc cetera. rock and roll and uh i don't know about five or six guys moved all my stuff from manhattan to mars one day i'm gonna write a book and there's gonna be a chapter called manhattan to mars like moving from manhattan to mars pa you, you pretty much you can't really get more opposite than that Maybe if I move to like the middle of Kabumfuck nowhere, because uh, you know Mars isn't really in the middle of nowhere. It's just it's actually pretty built up around here. But you know it's it's pretty dramatic. It's not like I I always said to people maybe I should have moved downtown first, New York City to downtown Pittsburgh. That's still a city, not as big as New York. Maybe be an easier transition. But honestly, I only spent five years in New York City. I've spent the rest of my life in more rural areas. Uh, like Appleton, Wisconsin, Uniontown, Pennsylvania, even where we live in Pittsburgh, where my mom lives, is not a city; it's a suburb. You know, so it's not like I spent my whole life in New York City and then moved to Mars. Like some people I know who are from New York who don't have driver's licenses or anything, I don't know how they survive outside of the city. I mean, at least I know how to drive and can like you know drive a car. I mean, I had a friend in my master's; she didn't have a driver's license. She was born and raised on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. She never had to have one. Like, can you believe that? Never having to have a driver's license. That's like unreal, right? So anyway, um, I'm just really thankful that that move went really well. It was smooth. No real problems or hiccups. Didn't lose anything. You know, it just just felt right. I got to tell you something. You know, I'm all about feeling. All right? I got to tell you, you guys something. Okay. I went to this hypnotist, okay, the other day for a free consultation. I just thought, let's give it a try. See, see, I mean, see what it's all about for anxiety, for weight loss. Let's just go give it a shot. You know, I read up on this guy, his method. He's worked with some people that I respect. Uh, I don't want to get into too much detail, but let's just say it's someone who I, I would have trusted, you know, and, and I get there. And man, it was so unprofessional. It was just so weirdly unprofessional. And I got such a weird vibe there. See, it's all about vibes, man. If you go into a situation and the vibe is wrong, maybe some people don't feel vibes. But my mom always talked about vibes. 
you know, and I, I'm, I kind of feel the same. When I go into a situation, the vibe has to be right, okay? Great example, when I visited Lawrence University, where I went to college, I knew right away. The vibe was there. The vibe was there. I knew right away. I said, Mom, this is where I'm going to college. This is it. Just sign me up. Let's get a t-shirt and a jacket and a magnet and a keychain. My brother's name is Lawrence. Let's get him some shit. Like, this is it. Like, she goes, well, you know, you haven't auditioned yet. But I'm like, I don't care. Like, I'll do whatever it takes. Like, I will put all my energy into this school mentally, physically. This is where I'm going. The vibe was 100%. And I wouldn't exchange those four years for anything. I'm thankful for those four years in college. Four of my favorite years of all time are the years I spent at Lawrence University. So even though I'm talking about what I'm thankful for in 2017, I'm thankful for my time, always thankful for my time in college. Now, um, anyway, so the vibe with this hypnotist, not, not good. And I just told him no. You know, he does more like therapy, like some some hypnotists you just go once and you kind of listen uh, to um, the the cassette tape or CD or whatever they give you over and over again and it kind of hypnotizes you over and over again and you lose weight, quit smoking, get rid of your fear of flying, et cetera, et cetera. This guy's like, no, I do more like therapy. Like you have 16 sessions, it costs this much and like so I was going for weight loss. So I drink way too much pop, right? Way too much Coke, Pepsi, all that stuff. I just drink calories, sugar, it's not good. He's like, then we spend one hour just hypnotizing you to get rid of that out of your diet. You know, I eat way too many French fries, potato chips, you know, potatoes, carbohydrates. You spend one hour getting rid of that. And all this sounded fantastic, but I found the atmosphere to be extremely unprofessional, and I felt like this guy is just like uh, a snake oil salesman. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Just the vibe, man. I'm all about the vibes. You know, when I decided to move and everything was going and I came back to Pittsburgh to look at this apartment or this townhouse that I'm in currently, the vibe was there. The vibe felt good. Like a year ago, you know, if you know, if you know, if you said, uh, Mike, hey, move back to Pittsburgh, the vibe was not right. I was not ready. Every time I came home, all I could think about was going back to New York. This was the first time, March of last year, this was the first time I ever went back to New York and thought to myself, I have to go home. I have to go home. The vibe flipped, man. It just flipped. And if the vibe was wrong for this townhouse, I would not have moved in. Regardless of Jason's across the street, I love being across from Jay. But that's not, you know, you can't, that's just one part of your decision, okay? It's kind of like couples that decide to go to college together. It's a terrible decision. Terrible, terrible. It never works. It never fucking works. It's wrong to make decisions based on other people. You should always make decisions based on what's best for you. Always. Now, if you're married, that's a whole other story. Because then you're legally, economically, bound to this person <laughs> like you got to make decisions based on both of you because you're married it's a little bit but if you but if if you know like uh I'm trying to remember 
last time it happened to me, someone was, nah, pro- I don't know. I'm trying to think of in college. I don't really think so. Well, actually, yeah, when I was dating Jackie in college, you know, she was two years younger than me. So I graduated and she still had two years of college left. And I knew a few other couples where the one who graduated first stayed in Appleton to be with their partner who still had a year left to go until they graduated so they could be together. Now, Jackie had two years to go. And I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do in Appleton, Wisconsin for two years except take voice lessons and work at the mall? And so I decided to move back to Pittsburgh because the vibe was right there and that's what was best for me. And even though I loved Jackie and thought I was going to marry her and we had already been in a two-year-plus relationship, we weren't married. The vibe wasn't right. I had to go back to Pittsburgh. That's what was best for me. All right, you should always make decisions based on that. And you shouldn't, you know... Ever because I've I saw it happen. My my roommate, my first year of college, I've talked about him on the show, Kelby. All right. Like that he just he was the chillest dude in the world because he was a freaking pothead, which I had no idea what that even was. I was so naive. That doesn't matter. But him, he, he was at Lawrence University his first year. His girlfriend was somewhere else, let's say just University of Wisconsin. And there was this, um, I don't know if it was University of Wisconsin at Stevens Point or something like that, but there was another university in Stevens Point. He, they both, after their freshman year, separate, transferred for their sophomore year to the same college, and then they broke up. Because it's a bad decision. Okay? I don't know, how did I get on this tangent? Who fucking knows? Doesn't matter. Oh, because I moved here because of Jason. Jason, of course I wanted to live near him, of course. But just because this place was here was not the reason why I moved here. When I got here and saw the place, the vibe was right, okay? For a lot of reasons, just I liked it. It just seemed like a comfortable and easy place to live. It was very easy to get approved. It was very easy to get approved to live here. I was making this decision very quick. Boom, it just happened. You know what I'm thankful for? I'm thankful for my uh, ability to uh, feel vibes. Maybe that's what I'm trying to get at here. Okay. Maybe that's what it is. It's something that like runs in my family. Maybe it's common. Maybe everyone feels it. I don't know. I mean, of course people feel it, right? You feel when something's not right. You know? What else am I thankful for? 2017. Oh, my God. Well, I'm thankful for uh, Jason, of course, because um, without him, I would not have found this place to live. And um, <laughs> Julie goes... Julie goes, I need the vibe. Yeah, Julie, you don't have the vibe? You don't you don't like feel it when something's not quite right or when something is right? You're like this is the right move. Like you feel you just feel it. Like you just like this is obviously the right move. Like there's there's nothing there's nothing that's going to stop me. Like this townhouse, like moving back was the right move. That I felt the vibe there. This townhouse as soon as I walked in, I said wrap it up. Same with my apartment in New York. I walked in the vibe, just this is it. Wrap it up. Just whatever we got to do, make it happen. When Jason said, I can hire you at Lexus of North Hills, rock and roll. I thank Jason for that, for taking the chance on me, for making that happen. Um, I think I've been pretty good at the job. 
the you know when I started there, the vibe continues to feel right. You know, like um, you know, I'll know. So Julie, not all the time. You don't always feel the vibe. Well, it's not one hundred percent. There are times when I ignore the vibe for a lot of reasons. When I feel like, well, I know the vibe is wrong. I know like I shouldn't be doing this or be in this situation, but it is what I got to do with this moment for all these other reasons, right? Okay. Right now, everything in my life seems pretty, it's vibing right now. I love being close to my mom. I love being close to Camila and Larry and Marissa and my family. That is feeling, that feels like that's the most important thing for me to do right now. There's so much else I could be doing, like if I was still in New York, but I feel like I could do that at another time. Like, I'm thankful that I could do that later. Like, I don't have to do it now. It's still there if I want it to be there. You know, if I want to go there again, if I want to move back to New York's not going anywhere. I go against my vibes. Oh, I know. We have to sometimes, though, Julie. We have to because of the situation, you know, for whatever reason, economics, friends, family, people telling you to do this, do that. It's not good, though. You know, it's not good. Try to go with your vibes. Try to do what's best for you. You know, that's your your numero uno. You're number one. You got to do what's right for you. It's not easy all the time, and you can't do it all the time. And believe me, do you know what's right for me in the middle of the day at work? To take a nap, because I'm really tired. That's probably what's the right thing to do is take a nap, but I can't take a nap. I'm, in, I'm at work. Oh, my God. I the Okay. The owner of the dealership was at the dealership yesterday, and I was sitting in the back, my back office. I had my feet up on my desk. I always, when I get back there, if I'm reading something, I'll put my feet up on my desk, recline in my chair. It's better for my back and like relax. He walks back there and he goes, he looks right at me with my feet up on the desk, a desk that he, he technically owns. And he goes, oh, is there anything I can do to make you more comfortable? And I thought, I'm, I'm, I'm fired. I thought, I, I can't, I'm done. Like the owner <laughs> just walked back here and saw my feet up on his, not his desk, it's in his office, my desk, right? But, you know, he still, you know, he still owns that desk that I use technically. And I thought, well, I'm, I'm done. I started packing up my bag, but no, he was cool. I was talking to him and I just said, sir, I'm sorry. I'll keep my feet on the ground. I was relaxing and uh, I like to kind of keep it loose at work. People get real uptight. They get, you know, worried, this, that, and the other, you know, about about to be. And it's like, hey, hey, let's let's get the vibe going. Let's get the vibe going. Let's positive. Let's keep it positive. Hey, I got really frustrated today. The whole first half of the day, I was really angry for a, some reasons. Some deals kind of went sideways. I was just really, really, really angry. But you can't, you got it, you got, I pulled myself back down, I had some lunch, Daniel, thank you so much for getting me Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A is always a positive force in my life, you feed me the chicken nuggets and the waffle fries, and we will create a more positive environment for the pappy, you know what I got, speaking of pappy, hey, hi Laura, Laura's watching, how's it going, welcome to the show, welcome to Facebook Live, a TMPS 68, the Thanksgiving show, happy Thanksgiving to all those who are listening, um, you know what, uh, Pappy, right, so that's my nickname, as everyone knows, um, I got a stamp, you know, I should have I should have brought it home, I forgot, 
I brought, so on my business cards, I can just stamp on my business cards, if you want to be happy, buy a car from Pappy and my cell phone number. That way I don't have to write it on every single business card. I just now stamp it. So I'm thankful for the people at Vistaprint for getting that stamp. 2017, what else am I thankful for? The job, of course. Um, actually, everyone at Lexus of North Hills, you know, I have to say it is such a phenomenal place to work. Uh, the people are so welcoming and helpful. It's really um, just a fantastic uh, environment to work in. It's a business I have no knowledge, no previous knowledge of besides just going to dealerships to look at or buy cars. Had no idea how the business worked. Interestingly enough, of course, Lexus of North Hills is a Lexus Plus dealership, meaning we do not negotiate. We have set upfront market-based pricing, um, and it could be based on things like exterior color, interior color, how many days we've had the car. And it's the same price for you and everyone else who looks at the vehicle. So we find this to be the fairest way to sell cars. It also shortens your time at the dealership. There's no going back and forth between you, me, and the manager. There's no kind of mystery. It's all up front. So I really don't know what it's like to work at, let's say, a traditional dealership where you do negotiate. However, I feel in time, Lexus Plus, this negotiation-free uh, process will be the future of the car business and people will just expect to see a car, see a price, that's the price, bada bing, bada boom, that's it. Uh, no kind of messing around, that is just the way it is and um, it's, uh, <laughs> I like to say it kind of makes my job a little easier to be honest and it's easier for the client. It's like, hey, this is the price of the car, here's our rebates or special APRs, take it or leave it, you know, I mean, that's, I don't say take it or leave it. I'm just saying it's it's just it's just nice to be able to sit with the client and say, here's the price of the vehicle. How would you like to move forward and not feel like we're battling? I don't know if I would like that. If I would like this, this like it'd be like war. It's like every it's like every customer. You're like in a battle. Who's going to win? Who's going to get the upper hand? You know, who's going to win or lose on this deal? What am I going to have to give them? What are they going to have to give up to make it happen? I feel that would be draining and frustrating. Though that's the way the car business has been pretty much since the beginning. So, And people have been doing it for a long time. And people seem to be buying cars and driving cars. And people seem to be working at dealerships. So it must have its ups, upsides. But everything has its, has its pros and cons. But I thank everyone at Lexus of North Hills. Uh, from the general manager all the way down to Daniel, the new guy. Uh, you've all been so amazing. Uh, th I thank you for welcoming me welcoming me into the store as if, and I feel like I've known them forever. I literally feel like I've known these people for a long time. Um, it's really just been totally fantastic. Um, and I thank, um, you know, I really thank everyone who listens to the show. This is now show number 68. I've done a show every week since uh, I started. 68 weeks ago, um, this has pretty much been uh, the favoritest thing that I've ever done. I've done a lot of cool stuff in my life, um, but I got to say, doing this show is really, I mean, a dream come true. I made it happen. I mean, it's not like someone gave me a job. I, I just made the show happen, and I thank Amanda Mason for planting the seed and making it happen, for being my first co-host and kind of taking me to B&H, uh, who really put the show together as far as equipment is concerned and uh, took the show to the next level. 
um, with, of course, this new equipment that I have and my new mixer and all my gadgets and wires that you, you can't see. I angled it so you only see me. Uh, let's see over there. That's uh, where's my finger? Ooh, that's little Pappy. You see that 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 caricature there? Look at my finger. Fuck yeah. That's that's little Pappy. Superman is back there. Where's my finger? There is Superman. He's back here. Well, I'm afraid to move my iPad because I feel it's gonna fall over again. Um, let's see. You know, I'm I'm just gonna cut to the chase here. I don't want to do a long show. It's Thanksgiving. I, I'm most thankful for my family. Um, you, you know, this move back to Pittsburgh was really for them. Uh, for me to be close to them. I felt like in New York, even though I was having a great time, I thank everyone there. Um, I mean, from Manhattan School of Music to my teacher, Neil Rosenshine, to my manager, Mitch Piper, to all the coaches and other teachers who helped me out, to everyone at Marilla who was so supportive and who uh, kind of took my career to the next level, uh, and all those people, fantastic. But at the end of the day, the most important thing in the world, next to listening to your vibes and doing what's best for you, is your family. And being close to them, and having them support you, and you support them, and having a great relationship with them. And though I think my relationship was fine while I was in New York, it's only, I feel like I'm now reconnected really uh, with my siblings, being able to see them on a much more regular basis and knowing that if I want to see them, I can very easily. My job does does keep me very busy, but I know that on a Sunday, if I want to see Camila, I could see Camila. If I want to see Danielle, uh, if she's not too busy with her medical school stuff, I could see Danielle and, of course, my mom, uh, who I'm extremely thankful for. Those who are close to me and know me know what my mom has been going through. I'm not going to get into detail, but I am beyond thankful that she is still in my life. Let's put it that that way. And that she continues to fight and be the strongest person I have ever known and probably will know. She is the majority of the reason why I moved back to Pittsburgh. And Camila is the majority of the reason. They're kind of both together the greatest things that's ever happened to me is having my mother be my mother and having my brother produce such a phenomenal child in uh camila um the, i mean those two combined it was a pretty much a no-brainer it's hard for new york city in all of its fantastic uh grandioseness to overcome the greatness that is my mother and Camila combined. It was a pretty easy decision, plus having my sister come back to the area and my brother. Of course, Camila and my brother, it's kind of a package deal since she is a baby. But it was just the the perfect vibe storm of the Papinchaks are descending upon Pittsburgh again. We flocked out. We're coming back in Pittsburgh. So you better be ready for the number one podcast in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the Michael Pinchak Show. The great next doctor, my younger sister, and my brother who is going to change the world with his mind. And Camila who is going to do amazing, amazing, amazing things one day. 
She's so smart. You should have seen her. We were, we were all at dinner the other night, and Camila is there eating wedding soup by herself with the spoon. And she, so she grabs the spoon. She puts it in the soup. She knows the soup is hot. So she blows on the soup. This is, she's 19 months, okay? At 19 months, I was probably just like staring at the wall, okay? I don't, I mean, I don't think I was, I think my mom was probably still feeding me, okay? So there's Camila. She blows on the soup because she knows it's hot. She understands the concept that it's going to be hot. And then she eats it. Now, and then she switches hands. Like, well, you don't know if she's left-handed or right-handed. She kind of goes back and forth. Maybe she's both. Who knows? She's so, she's so intelligent, she just, she just, oh my God, I don't know how to explain it. You know, I, I, maybe this is stupid to some people that, oh yeah, it's a baby, Mike, babies are cool, they do cool shit, this and the other, but you know, this is like the first baby in our family, you know, and it's just, and she's Camila, she's just the number one, she's the number one, I can't wait to see her, I mean, I guess I'll, I guess I'll see her, well, Thursday, of course, for Thanksgiving, I'll try to see her tomorrow, I don't know what the plan is. I wish I could be helping my mom more with all this Thanksgiving prep, but um, I'm, ju- I'm just too busy with work. Plus, honestly, I'd probably just be in the way. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, an, I'm an okay chef in that, but I'm better at the eating aspect of Thanksgiving. You know, there's the, there's the preparation part. I'm more, <laughs> I'm more in the eating part. And my only job on Thanksgiving Day is to deep fry the turkey. That's my only job, and I'm happy that's my only job because I'm good at it. I know that if I deep fry it, it's going to be fantastic. But again, I'm thankful for my mother, Camila, my siblings, my family, uh, my friends, my new friends at work. It's just been it's just been a really weird last year. You just never know where life is going to take you. And all I got to say for this Thanksgiving show is be thankful for those you have. Be thankful for those who love you and care for you and are always there for you. And uh, eat all the turkey that you can. My favorite is uh, uh, stuffing. I'm a huge stuffing fan. I mean, I love turkey, mashed potatoes, um, the sweet potatoes or yams or whatever with the brown sugar and whatever. I love that shit. Um, All of that stuff. Uh, be thankful, you know, eat all of that, but be thankful that stuffing is a thing because it's the greatest shit in the world. I literally could just eat plates of stuffing. Like, I actually, though I would love to have it more, I think I appreciate my, my mother's stuffing because she only makes it once a year. And it's kind of like, I think if she made it more, I probably wouldn't, wouldn't appreciate it as much. But, man, this is a hard show to do because... It's been such a crazy past few years, and um, I don't want to cry on my, my own show, uh, but I think because of Facebook Live, I'm holding it back because I feel like I'm on like like the TV or something, but I'm just thankful. I'm thankful for a lot. There's a lot of positive stuff going on in my life right now, and a lot of reasons to be happy and very thankful, and... Uh, Listen, everyone, I'm going to end the show. Thank you, Facebook Live, for watching. We'll see you next week, okay? And Facebook Live. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for the last 68 
uh, weeks, the last 68 shows. This has really been a phenomenal time. I love doing the show, and I love that you listen. And uh, email the show, call in. Well, you can't call in. I, I, I still want to get calling in. I'm going to figure all that out. But email the show at the Michael Pinchak Show. At Le- um, oh, my God. I just said at Lexus of North Hills. You know how many times I say that? Do you know, you know how many times when I'm doing something that's personal, I write my work number? Oh, my God. It's just like da 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 It's over. It's like that Charlie Chaplin movie. You know what I'm talking about? Old movie, Charlie Chaplin. Uh, the one where he does like that one job over and over again and his arms just keep doing this thing that he does in the factory over and over and over again. Anyway, email the show, the Michael Papinchak Show at gmail.com. Go to our website at tmpspodcast.com. Find us on Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, um, TMPS Official. Uh, those are the, the handles for uh, uh, Twitter and, and Instagram. And uh, remember to listen every week. And thank you, everyone. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And have a happy Thanksgiving. And we'll see you next week on The Michael Papinchak Show. For all your tailoring needs, head up to Chico Tailors at 133 West North Street, Butler, PA, 16001. Call them at 724-287-5814. Email them at info at chicotailors.com. Chico is spelled C-I-C-C-O. Over four generations of experience goes into every garment.